Welcome back. Hey, Jamie, have you ever seen a more punchable face? Sandwich break. Back in the day, there was a thing called Twitter. Really? Mission Ganders. That's sad. Blue check verified. Nothing that we say is fact. Do not pour that into your microphone. Oh my god. Let's smoke about it podcast. Let's smoke about it podcast, episode twenty one. I'm here too. Yes, you are. <laughs> my boy's in full WAP effect. Uh, WAP? Okay. No? No, what's that? No? What's that? No, you don't know? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, Come please, on, please. don't tell me you haven't heard of WAP. WAP. It's been the talk. I thought you said WAP for a minute. Well, I said WAP. I said WAP because I guess WAP would be W-O-P and right. you're not and, Italian. And, and extremely racist. Yeah, if you were Italian. Right. Just incorrect. Or what if I identified as Italian? Could be. But What's WAP? WAP stands for wet ass pussy. You haven't heard this yet? Mm, Jesus Christ. Well, I hate to do this a few seconds in, but we're going to take a break. Okay, so we're back from... Introducing me to... To... Okay, first of all, um, unlike any man, first of all, Cardi B, to me, is just like... (sighs) Ridiculous hot. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because she's got, I mean, you can't, yeah. Okay. It's, she's hot. Um, and this other chick. Meg the Stallion. Meg B. Stallion? The. Oh, Stallion. Meg the Stallion. Yes. Okay. Um, obviously, I don't follow rap like I used to. Mm. Um, and I've never, uh, and we've agreed on this. We don't really follow female rappers. Right. Um, Misogynistic. Little Kim. Is, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I am. <laughs> uh, little Kim, throw some spit. Um, Chanel West Coast, she looks in like and a out of the mic booth. <laughs> Listen, um, Chanel West Coast, uh, don't. She's hot, uh, barely, kinda, with chipmunk teeth and a dolphin laugh. But <laughs> man, she, <laughs> but she is not a good rapper. No, okay. Um, but so I, I'll give it to Little Kim. I'll definitely. Give I it guarantee it. Lil Wayne only signed Chanel West Coast to hit that chip. to Young Money. No, I don't even think that. I think he could have hit it without signing her. But I think he signed her to get closer to Rob Deerdick because he's he was going through his skateboard phase. No, Which, I, I mean, I'm I, he still skateboards, but I call um, it a phase. Wouldn't so, want to insult so who's him. Your, who, who would you say for all times your number one female rapper? Like as far as quality, good. Quality, just, good, everything. I think it kind of go as far as like a good female rapper. It would it would go to like Queen Latifah or yeah. um or uh, MC Light or uh what's that that big chick? Then she went and then she wasn't a big chick anymore. Um, oh, you got me, Missy so- Elliott. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. She, she got that. So I would and say actually, that those you three. MC Light, I didn't even think about MC Light, I'd definitely give it to. Um, as far as, like, modern day, um, I really think that Nikki. Nikki's good. She kills it. She, she does. does. Yeah, um, no, she does. Now, Cardi, she is, she's just sexy. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, and I'm probably wrong in saying this, but, like, um, Nikki's. She's pretty badass too. Yeah, but now that Megan the Stallion chick, mm-hmm. I bet she can throw some rhyme. Yeah, I mean, 
Like, I mean, yeah, she was good. She definitely. So, anyways, did. you asked me what WAP was. If uh, you knew what it was, not WAP. Yeah. WAP. I said WAP. They actually said WAP. So okay. I guess it's pronounced WAP. Which brings me to a funny point. There was a. I don't think it was a discussion. Like everybody knew what it meant, but there was a discussion on Twitter of what is what does WAP mean. And so, have you heard of the rapper Fetty Wap? Yeah. Okay. Somebody said Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap stands for fettuccine wet ass pussy. <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. It's unacceptable. I thought it was very funny. Um, that's any anyhow. So now you've taken me completely off my tracks. Sorry, but so we'll call it WAP for right now till okay. we can figure it out. Because we're too like busted ass white dudes yeah. trying to figure How out like, rap culture. Like, we're doing better than Ben Shapiro. Damn straight but... we did. Thank you for ruining. Anyway, so. If you haven't had a chance, check out this. It's, uh, I'm going to call it WAP, um, by, uh, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Right. Um, the video is basically covered pornography. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I, listen, just, I, and I fall into the genre of just being a man. She's, both these bitches are pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give them exactly what they made the video for. Right. No, that's, I get it. that's the way I see it. Um, I can't remember a single thing that Cardi B said. I do know. I realize that there was a Jenner, mm-hmm. not big the, controversy about her being in that video too. Why so? Um, well, she's not black. That was the beginning. Um, black girls were like up in arms on Twitter or up in fingers, I guess, on Twitter. Oh shit. Um, you know, calling for you know it being well, unnecessary. Sorry. Unnecessary that uh, Kylie Jenner was in the video because she served no purpose. I mean, do you notice she she made the appearance? She walked she down the hallway. Exactly the purpose that she was supposed to. Serve. Yeah, just right, just to be looked at for a moment. But it basically boiled down to her walking down the hallway and then walking through a door. Right. So she she served no no purpose to the music, purpose to the. It was like other than a little bit more eye candy. To walk down the hallway was basically what she was there for. And people are saying they started a petition to have Kylie Jenner's scene removed from the video. Are you fucking kidding me? Dead serious. Got over 50,000 signatures last time I heard. Why? Um, and Cardi B was like, basically Cardi B made a statement of, you know, not everything has to be about race. <laughs> and she was just like, listen, when, when, a, when, a, when a black woman um, such as Cardi does... The, says something, and here's the thing: um, when she says something to that effect, it's got to make you be like, "Holy shit!" Like, "Oh wait, hold on, we're being..." I'm on the wrong side of this fence. What? We're on the wrong side of this argument. Just to go that heavy into one side yeah, of the argument, it's just it just seems retarded. Yeah, it is. It was just it's. To me, it's just Twitter lash. It's just no. I, I get it. And, and that's and all get it boils down to. How many bots are there signing this thing? Well, you yeah. Know? I mean, there's that, of course. But it, it's even more so than that. I think it's just like. Um, but it's a super sexy video. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, is it not? No, definitely. Hundred okay. um, percent. I don't think there was a dude in it. Not that okay. I paid attention to. No, maybe. Um, no. All the chick and they're like, they're like wet. Yeah. And like gushy. Oh, and gushy. That's. Um, and then that P word. Um, but so 
So you show me this. CT gives me the greatest, like, literally, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I love this video. And basically, it's just a whole bunch of tits and ass and, like, chicks that are all fixed up. And it's just, it's it's, it's a badass video. It Instagram really to music. Like, honest to God, had, had you not even given me a beat and just showed me that, I'd have been like, that's hot. I'll still watch it. Right. Um, and then... You throw in this Jenner, because I was like, who's that? And you were like, Kylie Jenner. Is that the one you said? Yeah, Kylie. Okay, Kylie Jenner. And I'm like, oh, dude, is that really her? Never seen her like that. Always seen her like, you know. Pre-op. Yeah, I get it. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, man, this video is badass. Now, would I ever listen to this song? No, I wouldn't. It's not something, it's not something that I would ever listen to. Right. However. When you changed it up and showed me the Ben Shapiro remix of this, I'm like, oh shit, you just ruined everything for me. <laughs> you took everything squishy, gushy, pussy, um, and made it like ugly, ugly, ugly. <laughs> like, thank you. Became a DAP. <laughs> What's a DAP? A dry ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Sucked up like the Sahara. <laughs> Drying the popcorn part. Anyways, so. Thank you for starting this entire podcast with a 10-minute conversation about uh, Cardi B and showing her titties everywhere. Right. I mean, it, listen, if you haven't looked at it, look at it. There'll be a link it, in it's there. Worth, it, it, we'll put a link in the yeah, description. there'll be a link in the description. Um, so, uh, what's, your, what's your big news finding since the last time that we got together? What, um, what, what's the thing that's just, like, grabbed onto you? Well... Uh, not necessarily grabbed on to me, but, um, oh, you're searching. Well, I'm just trying to, I mean, there's a lot of topics. Listen, I'm not going to go that route tonight. So whatever. So just, I'm just trying to, I was trying to think of like the fun top. I mean, obviously we got a, we got a VP candidate. Right. Okay. Um, so that came out. Yeah. So um, how do you feel about that? I don't know a lot about her. I don't know. I don't, I, do, I, I literally know nothing about her. I right. know. I know as far as when I watched the debate, um, that woman was like attacking Joe Biden. Right. And now all of a sudden, but that's how it is. But you know, that's no, how I, it is. no, I get it. You know, I same, it. same way Clinton was going so hard against Obama and then, you know, took the first job that he threw her away. Right. Um, which so, wasn't VP, by the right, way. Right. It was not VP. <laughs> um, but I think, uh, if I had to guess, or if I'm, because like I say, I don't know anything about her. Um, well, she's our first, according to CNN, mm-hmm. early this morning, she was our first Indian American uh, VP candidate. Right. Now, uh, this afternoon, she's our first African American VP. It depends VP on, candidate. yeah, it depends. And a lot of that is coming from Twitter as well. Um, that's some pushback towards the news organizations because she was being touted as the first woman of color, which. I guess is that's basically true. Is you know, really as, that really that's more of a broad statement. No, but here's the thing that I have, and that's my biggest problem with the whole thing with her being chosen. Um, again, I don't even know anything about her policies, but uh, she should almost feel, unless she was in on some grand con, or not conspiracy, but some grand plan, um, then she should feel. I would feel slightly disrespected being chosen the way that she was, absolutely. Because he wasn't an, he didn't announce a vp and then when he got when he got the democratic you know nomination some time went on and then he said 
when I choose my VP, it's going to be a woman. And then he waited for the lull. You know, that I think that was a peak. You know, it's like he got the nomination, so that kicked him up a notch. Then as the news story, you know, as it falls off a little bit, then he says, my VP is going to be a woman. And it spikes again. And he's back in the new. And then it kind of, as it starts trickling down, then he said, it's going to be a woman of color. And then he starts trickling down again. And then he's interviewing people. Now he's having phone conversations, making his decision, his big, tough decision. And then it comes down to Kamala Harris, which everybody's been hollering since he made the comments that he was going to pick a woman of color. Right. Um, but it's a shitty way to pick a candidate. It's a terrible way to pick a candidate. You're not picking the And I don't have anything against there being a female president or a female vice president. Absolutely. I don't have anything, any problems with any people of color being in high office as you shouldn't but but you don't you don't go start out of your off way. that way yeah you don't I go mean, out of your way to announce your 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 run for the presidency and your running mate your intentions you got to think about this how how desperate of a measure was it for him to like wait till there's like 80 something days left to just be like I'm going to pick now. I'm going to pick my right. And, and because I truly believe what it boiled down to my, and is just like I said, I think that he's known since getting the nomination. I think he knew he was going to pick Kamala Harris. So it's like, I, so I'm not saying he did the, he did it. I'm thinking that someone in the DNC picked Kamala Harris. Very, maybe (laughs) so because, because I'm not sure Joe Biden could pick his fucking nose. Right. (laughs) Um, But he, I think that he had, I think that she was chosen already and they were, they slow rolled her out in order for something to have to talk about Biden. Cause the only thing you could talk about that anybody has been talking about Biden since he got the nomination is his horrible cognitive skills. Um, so he disappears. The coronavirus keeps him at home, probably with a hospice nurse. Um, but keeps him at home. He does. He just, he doesn't have to campaign. He doesn't have to do the, you know, it's like none, nobody, the, the election season is not as normal. So he just stays home. And then every once in a while pops his head out like a little old groundhog and and says, and shouldn't speak and says, you know, I'm going to pick a woman and then goes back away for a little while and then comes back. It's going to be a woman of color. And then, but I think you've missed a whole bunch of those things where he comes out. Oh no. I mean, I've definitely seen all of the, yeah. Terrible. Yeah, it is. It's horrible. I mean, it's, it's like, uh, like I don't, but, but my big thing is, okay. So, so my daughter, um, one night, one day we were, we were coming home from, uh, Hey, Maybe where where were we coming back from? We were coming back from like a gymnastics meet or something, and I I leaned over and I showed her a video of when Joe Biden's wife was swinging her arm out and pointing at something, and like oh, Sleepy Joe just decided to take a bite out of her finger, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and I just and dude, she lost it. So now every time I'm like, you gotta realize this. Anymore. So if anyone thinks, I've listened to CNN and NBC, CNN, MSNBC and CNN more than I listen to Fox. Just because I want that, I want that, I want that, that thing. You know, I want, I want, I want to hear it from a different side. 
You know what I mean? Like, because right. if I listen to Fox all the time, I'm only going Republican. So I always try to switch it up. And what I've realized is that every day when you listen to Fox, you hear just Trump, Pence, Trump, 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 Pence, Trump, 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 Pence, Trump, 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 Pence, shit on the DNC. <laughs> on the Democratic side of that, no one talks about Biden. No right. one, they don't even, they don't, like, Fox are the only people that put out what Biden says in press right. conferences and shit. They're the only people that play what he speaks in public. And I'm like, that's scary as fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? When your enemy is the one that's like, please, Joe, come out and say something dumb right. again. We got the cameras rolling. And, 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 I mean, it is what it is. But basically what it comes down to is... um I don't know anything about Camille Harris. I don't know really know what she stands on. Um, I know that her mother raised her. She's not denounced, but she's not tight with her father, who, who's a Jamaican Harvard professor. Mm-hmm. Um, or an elite school. May not be Harvard. Uh, remember, no facts here. No. Um, but, but she's, I think she's, Claiming the black vote, even though she, I, I think she could be denouncing the black vote at the same time. I don't know. Here's I just my, feel like it's a shitty way to go about it. The thing with race that I'm, I'll, is because that's the only thing that I've really has been, you know, put in front of me. Um, is like you said, she is half Indian, half Jamaican. Um, Everybody was touting her as the first first African American vice president, first woman of color vice president um, candidate, and then people on Twitter started kind of falling back or kind of kicking back and saying, "Hey, don't forget she's Indian too." You know, people from India, and it's like, "Hey, is she not just black?" You know, they want their their part too, right? Um, well, there's a so, comedian that has a cooking show that. Um, and I, and I'm pretty sure she was on the office. I don't know. Uh, who's the, the skinny Indian guy? Yeah, I know it was on the office. I'm pretty sure it was. But anyway, she was on a cooking show with, with this, this funny mm-hmm. chick. And she was like, um, she was like, oh, so you're Indian? And she was like, yeah. And then she goes through like everything that she was cooked and, you know, it's the mm-hmm. whole nine yard. And I'm like, cool. Right. Um, I, I don't know what the end game is, but it just seems like you gotta remember we're talking a day into it. It's literally yeah, the yeah, day it's after. Not, but she did. She there was a situation when it was brought where they were almost trying to press her for like, do you consider yourself African American? Do you consider yourself Indian American? And she said, "I'm American." Period. And that was best possible answer. She and that was and I like that. And that's what you know. That was basically her statement on it. Now. The news cycle is going to do what the news cycle does. People are going to say what they say, but it's like she's she's already addressed it as I'm, I'm an American, American. Period. End of story. That's and so I love that. And I should tell you that she's she has grown that. in my book. She's that what she said right there. Now, mind you, I didn't hear what she said, right? But if that's what she said, I'm American. I think that's what that's the thing that I want a commonality to come back to. Mm-hmm. Um, You've called me on it a couple times. Maybe I don't understand racism because I don't see it. I, I don't. I mean, I'm sure it's there. I've seen it happen. 
and I denounce it immediately. It's just not part of your day to day life it, or thought process. Yeah, but I mean, like, if like literally, like, if someone were to attack a black man just to be, bl- or an Indian, or an Asian, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, my first defense is to protect them because right. they're American, right? Just like I would protect a, a white man that was being attacked for no reason, wrongfully attacked, right? right. Um, if you can see this, if you can see the story, if it's literally a race attack, right? Then, then guess what? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm in guns blazing. I'm, right. I'm, I'm ready. Right. Um, but what I don't like is the idea that, um, I don't know. May, maybe there's d- does race become such an issue? And I'm not talking just in politics. I'm talking about day to day. Does race become such an issue where you we can't we can't justify just being who we are? We have to be labeled as a color. It's. It's one of those, it's a, it's a catch 22 because the sensible side of you says you would like for it to just be, Hey, we're all in this together. We're all here. You know, we're all cool. There's a portion of the population of all races that feel the exact same way. They're like, I've never been profiled against. I'm, I, you know, I've got good friends of all types of races. I feel the same way. I'm there for them. They're there for me. Everything is cool. But there's other parts of the, that experience day-to-day racism. They experience shitty things. They expe- so it's like we're not all we're not all equal in what we deal with. So it makes it tough to always adhere to that idea of hey, we're all in this together. Because some people just got kicked in the head an hour ago and don't feel like they're really in, in it, it with anybody. Right. Um, so it it's and that's a great way to that that's a great way to to look at that and it's it sucks that we have to look at it that way but it's just you know it's it's everybody's individual experiences I agree so I agree um I think but your utopian idea is magnificent and and I, you got you got to realize this I I don't I don't know any other way to look at somebody is and maybe it was. And, and I know I've said this before on the podcast. Um, I remember being in like sixth grade and I had to pick an iconic figure to, you know, uh, write a book report on. Right. I picked Malcolm X. Right. I have no idea why. Was it I, February? I don't think so. Okay. You racist bastard. I'm just asking because it could be prevalent in your head. That's why maybe no, you would no, have chosen no, no, it. No, no, and I, I can't say it was or it wasn't, but um, I remember doing this, and I remember thinking, I want to know more about this guy, and I had no idea that there was any sort of like, and there, there was, there was a lot, but it was few and far between the connection to him to Martin Luther King, because Martin Luther King to me had always been like this god of men, a god of black men, mm-hmm. um, and I remember thinking to myself, I want to do Mount Malcolm X. So I watched the movie. I read a couple books. I mean, I did my shit. Dude, right. I, I turned in like a five-page paper. And dude, you got to realize this. I'm a D student at best. But his i the idea of what he what what he had, it's it's the reason why in my mind Islam has never been to me terrorist. Mhm. And 
the because the, the, I mean, if you read some of these books, they're talking about some of the most like how people, you know, just do life mm-hmm. and, and 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 their whole the the the, the religious mindset is amazing, right? Um, which is why you know, like, if you're Hindu or you're Buddhist or you're whatever, and I and I don't want to go into like religion and shit, but what he did was phenomenal. Right. I mean, he, he was an amazing guy. And don't get me wrong. He was, a lot of his stuff came from anger. As it should, though. Right. Do, do I ever think that if I could go back in time, would I do anything to help save slavery? Of course I would. Right. Um, but you got to realize this. Um, I look at it as, as far as like repression and, and all that other thing goes. There's a difference between repression and not pushing forward. Um, and Malcolm X, even towards the end, realized that there was a light at the end of that tunnel. So did Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they both died extremely right. short of their goals. Right. Which I believe has everything to do with, don't call me old fucking, what's his nuts? Crazy dude. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. But both of those men died because I feel like our our government at some point needed to keep black people down mm-hmm. to create a hate and discontent. And so many people have rose through that right. and continued on and done whatever they need to. Yeah. Um, that I'm like, oh, okay, well, well, it's actually failing until like this year. Well... And, and then I feel like it, it just kind of went away. But it's like, I think that, like I say, I think that we're definitely light years ahead of where we were in the 60s. Malcolm X's time. Yeah. And, and, you know, but, but the problem, and I, it's not a, it, it goes back to that word, you know, that, that word of woke, you know, which has been, in my opinion, that word has just been completely stripped and void of its original context. And I think it's such a, it's such a shitty word and that's why it's made, you know, it can be made fun of so much now, which is why Um, I do it. Right. But it's, but at the same time, the, the idea of, you know, waking up and realizing that some of this shit is still going on. Some people are still dealing with this on a daily basis. Um, not everybody has it, you know, it, it almost becomes not luck, but just, you know, part of, you part of it, luck? I said not luck. Oh. Part of it is, you know, it, the fact that we are systematically getting better, but what ends up happening is you have black people that are, um, and I'm using black versus just all races, but, um, you have black people that end up having good experiences. They, they, ran across that cop who's not a racist piece of shit. So he was nice to him. So they're like, hey, maybe cops aren't that bad. And then they ran across that teacher that went the extra mile to help him in school. And they're like, oh, man, you know, Mr. Johnson's cool. It's, and not, then, it's not Republicans. It's not Democrats. It's not, it's it's not Christians. It's not Satanists. It's, what it is is it's just people that are literally willing to help. Willing to help or, not, or just willing not to um, prejudge. Right. I mean, you know, the very uh, foundation of the word prejudice. I, this is, this is, and, 
let me do this. If there's a black man on an exit ramp, I will be more likely to help him or her than I will a white man for the simple reason that white people scare me. <laughs> they scare the fuck out of me. I mean this. Right. Um, so if you... Statistically, they're more likely to be a serial killer. <laughs> Truth. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know how many black serial killers there are to like talk about, but I haven't seen a one. Nope. You know what I mean? Um, <coughs> I don't... <coughs> I don't think that anybody, I wish that I had the faith in humanity that I used to have. Right. I just don't anymore. It's, it's tough. It comes down to the shit that you get to see now. You know, it, it does. I always fall back on the, the amount of information that we have. At our fingertips. You know, it's so much information. It's so much misinformation. It's so much twisted information just to, you know, fit a narrative or to fit somebody's idea or for somebody to get clout on Twitter, whatever, you know, these different things are. But it still feeds us in some form or fashion. Even if you say, ah, fucking bullshit and you pass by it, there's a piece of it that resonates or sticks with you and, and stays with you and just helps change the way you think about things on a daily. I, I think there's so many things that are going on that we have negated being. So, so let's do the, 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 the trap, human trafficking, not sex trafficking, just human trafficking, mm -hmm. which I'm pretty sure relates to sex trafficking. Right. Um, and there's a bunch of ch children that go missing every year. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously they're not, or they didn't die. Right. You'd find bodies eventually. Right. Um, so let's do this. Um, why, why didn't like, <laughs> I, I feel a hundred and please don't block this out. Why did, why did kids like trippy red <laughs> not get fucking kidnapped? I or, don't know who trippy red is. Oh, you don't No. Oh my God. I know a rapper that you don't. Well, I've heard of, oh. but I can't picture. Um, or six nine. Okay. Like, why wasn't he taken away? Well, there, there's a little Asian girl. That's an asshole. I wish she would have been kidnapped. Don't say that. Okay. No, I no, I mean it. I wish. She been <laughs> but but you know, like it's sort of those things where it's just like, like you have. There's so many things that are going on right now. You got to you got to look at it as like, man, they captured all the wrong kids because <laughs> some of these kids are just assholes. Some of them just need to get got. Yeah. Um, gone. No, I think uh, I don't know. I heard I heard that Glenn Maxwell uh, stated Glenn um, stated that uh, no, it wasn't her. It was the other. It was the other girl that. Um, made a deposition and she, you know, and I think she said that basically anyways, it got around to Jeffrey Epstein didn't want the black ones. <laughs> I could see that. So, but I heard that Bill Clinton really did like, them. and you know, uh, Patrice O'Neill used to make a, uh, comedian used to make a joke 
about, um, and I can't do it justice, but essentially what he was saying was he on stage, he said, Oh, he said there was a, there was a girl that got kidnapped in, and it had just happened like a few weeks before he was doing this comedy thing. And it was a, it was a black girl or a Jamaican girl or, you know, just some other ethnicity. And he was like, it's a girl that got kidnapped at such and such place. What was her name? And it was like, the crowd was silent. And then, um, and he was like, Oh, you know, so-and-so. And then later he said, he brought up, uh, Natalie Holloway, but he said that white girl in the Bahamas that got kidnapped and several people said Natalie Holloway. And he goes, that's it. He said, nobody knew the black girl's name. Everybody knew the pretty white girl's name. Mm -hmm. He was like, if I ever go on vacation and I feel like I won't come back, I'm strapping a white baby to my hip because they will come and look for me. Right. Um, but it was just, it, again, you run into, so with the trafficking side of, you know, why you said some of these assholes don't get kidnapped, um, as you so eloquently put it. Um, so you're trying to say more black people are assholes? No. You said some of these assholes referring to the people that you pointed out. Why Why red. aren't people like just that? Just Red and I don't, is, you wish is that the little, black? He is. Ish? Somewhere. Yeah, I mean, he's, he like he's Mexican. I think he's a little more Mexican. I don't know if he, he has any black. He says the N-word a lot. Yeah, he's Mexican. I'm pretty sure he's Mexican, mostly. He um, definitely says the N-word way more than, like, he said it to, like, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. I, and I'm like, and here's the thing. I don't really care. Maybe if, he's Blacksican. Is that what it is? He, I mean, maybe that's why he gets the N-card. But... I don't want to shame anybody for doing anything. Um, I don't like gangs. I don't think that they're cool. I don't want to be in one. Um, so if some dude rats on a gang, okay. Well, you know, my whole thing with uh, that I would actually give him credit for is who his colored show hair. me somebody and long long colored hair. No, but I mean, show me bald. Show me somebody. I didn't say that I idolized about him. Um, you're a dick. You want some um, fucking shiny fucking teeth? That's what it is. Uh, no, but he um, you derailed my train of thought. You're but, welcome. It, it was six nine, so it's not like it made a yeah, show. Yeah, no, no, I get it, but I don't know. He's he's a odd one. Oh no, what I was gonna say about him um, snitching. Anybody in his position would have probably done the same thing. And I don't mean that as in, like, breaking the gang code and snitching on your boys when you were a part of this shit, too, and so on and so forth. But I mean, he here's a guy who his, his crew, let's say his, they only mooched off of him. You know, he was... He was the moneymaker, right. so they got but him. But he asked for that. Yeah, he did. Right. He he used them for protection so that he could get his career going. He got he his career going big. Talk a lot of shit. Always have backup. Um, but he was the he was the funding guy there. But they, if I'm not mistaken, at one point they kidnapped this dude, threatened to kill this dude. They all pretty much, I think, <clears throat> took a stab at his girl. <laughs> I think so, everyone turns to have it is a girl. So, uh, 
now he's offered up that now he's facing 40 years in prison or snitch on all these dudes that tried to have you killed, tried to kill you, kidnapped you, fucked your girl is like, or go to prison for, you know, back these guys up or, and go to jail for 40 years or do a little snitchy snitch and then get out and make a shitty song. <clears throat> I am now showing CT a picture Trippy of Trippy Red. Red. Okay. I, I mean, I, that's, and for what dude, it's worth, that's. literally ex- looks like, like if I were to go into a Halloween store and pick a scary creature that was going to scare children, this would be it. You think that's how you'd go? I got you. I mean, he looks like it's, a fucking scary ass fucking clown. Maybe somewhere in the back of my subconscious, I have seen him before because I had heard the name. But as soon as you said Trippy Red, that's exactly what I pictured. Yeah, he's he's a. I just don't like him. He looks like he dove like head him. first into a bucket of Twizzlers. Uh, <laughs> here's the <laughs> here's the basically what it comes down to is the fact that I guess I'm supposed to. If I do like rap at all, I guess I'm supposed to kind of sort of follow the culture, and I try to. Mm. I, and when I say follow, I just mean um, try new shit. Right. Um, sorry. And I try new shit um, when you give it to me. Right. Um, so uh, I said something the other day to a, a, a black American. Um we were talking about rap. He was like, well, who, who are your rappers? I was like, man, I love Eminem. I fucking... And I was like, I, and now I love Logic. I said that. And he was like, so... And before... And he cut me off before I ever said anything. He was like, so you just like white rappers? And I was like... Sorry. He was like, sounds about white. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, hold up. I was like, um, Logic's half and half. And he was like, yeah, but he's white. I'm like... Yeah, and and... The problem with logic is that, in my opinion, that's one thing that I've found that actually really annoys me about that guy is he strokes that I'm half and half thing. Right. To a whole new level. Oh my God. To the fullistic. It's like, right. he, and then when you look at, you get to realize this, and this is an understanding from, from my, you like Drake. Yeah. I think you shit. I, I, that's just, I mean, I, and that's just a different. I mean, I don't part. have any of his albums. Right, no, and I've only that. had him sign one pair of boxers, but oh, I think fuck. he's okay. <laughs> but like, so like, Little Wayne, I don't necessarily like the way he raps either. Uh, like Fetty Wap, like he he did this he did this thing on a Little Dicky song that I thought was like fucking badass, and I went to like listen to his other music, and I was like, holy shit, this is fucking like dog shit, dog shit. Right, and the reason why I say that. Is because some of the most prolific rappers that I've ever encountered, or not encountered, but you know, like been around and, and, and been listened to, we're talking about whether they're Mexican or white, and I don't, I don't mean like Vanilla Ice. I'm talking about like Cypress Hill. I'm talking about like uh, social, uh, like even Social Distortion, like basically raps through their heavy metal. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I don't like Biggie. I don't like the way he raps. Um, I'm not a big Jay Z fan. Um, I think Diddy had Pac killed, so I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but like, Diddy was never a rapper, anyways. I mean, he was kind of a rapper. No, he was a he was he tried to rap. Suge Knight said it best. <laughs> what did Suge? He Knight? was a producer that was always jumping up in everybody's videos. 
Like DJ Khaled? Yeah. <laughs> Basically? Yeah. So I pulled up to an insurance store today. Funny story. Let's change this. One, me and you, I can, honest to God, think that we agree on a whole bunch of, like, rap. Right. Um, Logic solid. <sighs> Joiner Lucas is fucking just, oh, stupid with Logic rap. falls into a very mediocre, decent category for me. But really? That's it, yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you everywhere. But, I'm but, with you. But I, I like Lucas. speed, too. That's mm-hmm. why Bone Thugs and Harmony, Twista, right, they right. bust the rhymes. Yeah, I, he's definitely talented. There's no doubt about that. But um, So who's the greatest rapper of all time to you? Let's do that real quick. That's tough. That's the whole LeBron. Is it, it is. It's the whole LeBron, Michael Jordan debate. It's, it's you know, so you, you run two? into that. Because you have two that you throw up there? I really like Pac. Pac and was. And why in the fuck would you ever compare LeBron to Michael Jordan instead of Kobe? No, everybody compares LeBron to Michael Jordan. That's the discussion. Yeah, I mean, unless you don't watch basketball. That's the discussion. That's the, those... That's the discussion. CT. That's been that's been the discussion. Look it up. Oh that's my been god! The Are people that fucking complacent? Is like, oh, well, I don't, you know, LeBron only like rapes children, and Kobe just raped that one chick. I don't. It's weird. LeBron rapes children now. That's what I heard. He's a pedophile. But you gotta stay off the QAnon. I know, right? You fucker. Um. <laughs> so who's your? That's who's, what Q stands for, motherfuckers. Quit. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking shit. Um. So so where where are you at? Greatest rapper in the world. Greatest rapper of all time. Um, I think, you know, to be honest, it, like I said, it, it's a real, I'm obviously a huge Eminem fan. I, it's a real big toss up between Eminem and Pac, but they're for different. The problem is they're for dramatically different reasons. I agree. Agree. So, and that's what makes it tough. They're both, they're both so far up there. So can you, can you honestly God say that if anyone were to do in your mind, if anyone were to do a top five rappers, they both should be in it. They would definitely be in my top five. All right. For sure. They don't even, or uh, Eminem did not make Snoop's top 10. Another Twitter controversy. Maybe Instagram controversy. But regardless. He was a fuck. Snoop, listen, I'm going to tell you this. Snoop is like, no shit. I've lost so much for this cat. Like, literally, goes on the roast of Donald Trump, says, I will vote for you any day, blah, 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 you my boy, blah, 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 uh, and then all of a sudden, he's like, fuck Donald Trump. I'm like, yeah, Snoop, you's a fucking sellout, just like you've been since day one. Eh, yeah. True, I, No, true, I get, true. I get where you're coming from in that, but at the same time, I also, I look at it more along the lines of, um, I look at it more along the lines of the situation that you're talking about. Like, you know, Snoop was Trump's name has been brought up in, I think it's 40 plus rap songs in a positive light. Um, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. In the past before his presidency. Right. Because nobody ever thought that they would have to deal with Trump on the level that they're dealing with now. Nobody ever thought Trump would be in control because of, obviously, the, of their future can, or them. Can I, can I stop you? Mm-hmm. Because obviously, no one even now is dealing with Trump on any level. Because here's the thing: the people that are making raps and throwing Trump up in there, Trump can't even affect. The 
I mean, think about this. Let's put it in the light of, um, I don't know what, just, um, I think that MGK has more tattoos than Eminem. So you be Eminem, I'll be MGK. Right? Let's just do that. Does anything at all that Trump's administration or the Republicans or the Democrats, does it affect us at all? Yeah. Nothing. Doesn't affect us. No. As me and you or as we're no, no, rappers? No, as, 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 as It still does. Yeah. How? Taxes. I mean, anytime taxes are related, especially when you're making the kind of money that they make. Dave Chappelle put it best. He did a Q&A after one of his stand-up specials, and somebody stood up and said, what are you going to do if Trump gets elected? And I don't know. He was probably expecting, you know, just the jokes to fly because Dave Chappelle is not exactly a Trump supporter either. But Dave said, well, first off, I'm probably going to get one hell of a tax break. (laughs) He was like, because he is in that upper echelon of money making. So people who, and I've heard multiple people that are wealthy say the same thing. It's like, as far as my checkbook goes, Trump's great for me, (laughs) but they just don't like his policies. They don't like him. They don't like the way he deals with things, so right. on and so forth. That but other re- also at the lower class, Trump's policies work great for you. Work good for – yeah. Right. They, they do work good for – And so, so here's the thing. That's one of those uh, – I've always said Trump was good for the economy. No, I know. But it's one of those things where you always look at it as like you, – you told me Jeff Bezos bought a house. In California for... I can't remember. It was a hundred and something million dollars. hundred something million dollars. And then he bought the adjacent property so he wouldn't have a neighbor. Right. It was like what would, $82 million. Which would be considered... It was like the equivalent of one... Like the average the average household income buying a $7,000 house. Right. Okay. Which is a hundred... Oh my God. I understand that. I understand that completely. Um, <clears throat> so... I guess my, my big thing is, is where does the platform come where celebrities get to say, oh my God, this is affecting me. So if Jay-Z, to me, this is in me, this is in my ass. If Jay-Z goes to a Black Lives Matter event, mm-hmm. what is, what's he there for? Is he there to support his people, which he hasn't supported the whole time? Well, or is he there for a show, which his black people surround him? Jay-Z's albums sell more to the white demographic than they do to the black demographic. It's been proven. Mm -hmm. So why, why is he there? Because the white people support him. The white people... Or the, the Mexicans or, or, or the, the Chinese or the Chaldeans or the Arabians. They're the people that made him rich. Because his money is tightly invested in China. So why in the fuck? And I mean, go, you can. I promise this isn't a conspiracy theory. Go back. This dude has roots so deep into China, it's not even funny. He has so many Chinese backers, it's not even funny. 
Yeah, I mean, and so why would he go to a Black Lives Matter rally? He's not supporting Black Lives. He's creating a a what? A farce? No, I mean, my thought on my thoughts on that would be one. I mean, you could definitely say it's a PR situation. I mean, you're going to show up, you know, because it's not going to affect him one way or the other. Right. It's it's of course you're going to expect him to be there. Um, Would you though? Yeah. I mean, he's. I wouldn't. Why is Beyonce not done one? Hmm. I mean, they're still married, right? Yeah. But maybe it was like, okay, well. He he's did doing one. it, so I don't. Yeah, have to. he's doing okay. it, so I don't have to. Um, we're in the same household, so. But we consider it the blue ivy connection. It's what it. it what it boils down to. I think in a lot of situations, like with what you're talking about, is somebody not being affected, but not being directly affected, or even being affected only positively. Like if you have a lot of money, and say Trump does give you those tax breaks, you get the good tax breaks. You're not hurting. You're not moving out of your multi-million dollar house. Record albums, you know, record sales are still good, so on and so forth. You could say the same thing about the Beatles when they, uh, and I'm throwing that out loosely. Yeah, be real careful because I know a lot about the Beatles. Well, good. Then you could tell me if I'm wrong. Um, But it wasn't just the Beatles. It was a lot of different musicians of that era singing about war and singing about, like, Vietnam and singing about... You know, stuff like stop the war, political, uh, guaranteed, and and what that boils how down does to that? It's how, what? How does that tie to like killing people in the streets? What do you mean? How, how does it? How does um, songs like Revolution and like like anti-Vietnam songs and anti-war songs? How does that go against literally promoting? violence in streets you're talking about like for the, as far as like the rioting yeah, and so doesn't. on and so forth no it doesn't but what what's beyond what's the name of beyonce's new song i have no clue uh you have an obvious and, and remember no. we we don't listen to it um or, or to that kind of music mm-hmm. beyonce's new song she's gonna talk for a minute uh black parade okay um, that is, kind of, look, um, I'm going back to the South. I'm going back, 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 back where my, re- do you think someone will remix this for me? I really fucking hope so. Um, um, when I heard this song and this is probably just me like a middle-aged white man listening to this song, um, where my roots ain't watered down. Mm-hmm. That's the first three lines of this song. Okay. So that, to me, sounds positive. Is it not? Yeah. Um, growing, growing like a bamboo tree of life, fertile ground, ancestor put me on this game. I'm just like, okay, I don't, and then as you continue to go on, which I'm not going to because I don't want someone to remix this, um, it's, it's really, it's, 
not anti-white. It's, it is, I have been oppressed if you read this song. Okay. But, you know, I made a, but no. I'm, what? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to, I mean, in somewhat of a relation, uh, Toby Keith did a song about that's and i can't i can't remember but it was very he's he's speaking from the mind of a soldier Mm -hmm. a soldier that whether he's in war or whether he just goes out and that's that's the mindset that he's singing this song from i don't know if toby keith was ever in a war i don't know if toby keith was ever a soldier but he's he's singing as if he was right because He's got a good voice, and it's country song, and you can put an American flag behind it, rock it in your truck. But here's the thing about here's the thing about musicians and actors that sometimes we forget. I think that I give them a pass on, and that's that they have. You pulled up Twitter numbers on people one day, and you know showed how many millions of followers there were for these people. <clears throat> So all of these people have a fan base. So when something big like Black Lives Matter or like at the time for Toby Keith, the war was going on, um, you know, when these big things pop off, a lot, all of these fans kind of turn to those actors, different celebrities, um, you know, singers. scary to you at all. They turn to them, not, not turn to them to, to, they just turn to them and say, a lot of them will even lash out if you're not speaking. Why aren't you saying anything? Why aren't you using your voice? Why aren't you saying? So they're demanding it. So now their fan base that pays their bills is demanding that they say something. Obviously, they have to well craft a statement or they have to do something that's going to not rock the boat and not chase any of those fans away. Um, and on a very minor scale, and it was kind of brought, but where it was brought to my attention was Burt Kreischer. He's not a, Burt Kreischer doesn't have the following that Jay-Z has or the following that, you know, the Beatles had. Um, But he does have a following that he's developed on his own. Well, when, at the time of the Instagram blackout for Black Lives Matter, he was going through this deal with Tom Segura where they were going back and forth. It was an inside, or not an inside joke because everybody was in on it, but it was a joke about, He's the fattest, most racist comedian in the world. Burt Kreischer is. So that was the joke that was running, and people would constantly call him racist and everything else. Now, you, he also had a, a portion of these people who had, didn't know who he was at all, and they're seeing these comments, and they're like, well, you know, why are you fucking racist? You know, it just so he was getting some heat from it, and there were jokes about, man, can y'all quit with this joke because it's getting to it. Well, then the Black Lives Matter thing hit. The George Floyd thing hit and shit got real when it came to race and everything else. So he basically on his two bears, one cave podcast, he basically made a a plea to all the fans, please, (laughs) the racist jokes have to stop now. They like of all times, they have to stop now. We can't because he doesn't want, you know. Well, that that was With, his growth of base. No, but so, it, but, but it, it was though, was it not? No, I that it had nothing to do. Because you with said his, it was huge. It was a it was a big running joke amongst his fans that he already had. And you said new people that came. Well, any new people that would come in would like 
they were attacking. They would come in and they would just see these comments and just begin just going in on the guy without having any clue, like people do on the internet, going in on the guy, you know, about being racist and, you know, it's like racist piece of shit and just going in on without having any idea that this is a joke. Right. So that's the kind of stuff that, you know, he would get shitty messages, so on and so forth. Well, then this Black Lives Matter thing kicked off with the George Floyd deal. The blackout was coming. He shut all comments off on his Instagram because the last thing he wanted on that day was people making jokes about him being racist. So he should just shut all of his comments off. And he thought that, you know, that'll take care of it for now, you know, kind of let it die down or whatever. Well, then his fan base started turning on him and lashing out at him about, you know, why are you turning your comments off? Why aren't you speaking out on this? You know, what you, we want to know your opinion, what you're, you know, wanting him to make a state. He's like, cause there's just times when it's okay to be quiet. Right. I don't have to craft this statement and go out and say this. Which about, me a lot of respect. You know, he's like, I, but so his fan base, but they, they will immediately turn on you and insist that you say something. And if you don't say something, then you're a piece of shit and we'll boycott you and we won't go to your movies and we won't buy your albums and so on and so forth. Um, now it, that doesn't even really work anymore, but I think it does to, it, it does to an extent because we see it all the time. We see companies fold as soon as Twitter gets up in an uproar about a commercial name, 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 or, name one, just for example. Um, I'm sorry. The Audi. Okay. So there was an Audi, uh, there was an Audi commercial. I don't know if it was a commercial or if it was a uh, magazine photo, but it was a photo of their new, a new Audi car that they have. And there was a little girl standing in front of it. She's standing in front of it. She's eating a banana. And she's kind of leaned on the grill of the car. And if I'm not mistaken, she may have had dark sunglasses on. Okay. I can't remember what the caption said, but the caption said something. Um, and. You got to see this. Audi? Uh, A-U-D-I. So, Twitter immediately started, they immediately started going off of, oh, good job. This? Sorry, I'm just uh, A couple weeks ago, maybe? Okay. Um, uh, good job, Audi. Uh, good job showing how dangerous your cars are because there's no way that if a kid was standing in front of the car that the driver would be able to see that little girl. Um, and they all started lashing out about that. And then of course somebody brought up the, Oh, good job, Audi. You're going to have a, in this climate, you're going to have a little girl eating a, a, uh, no, somebody described the commercial as a, something like a small girl standing in front of the car with a phallic symbol in her hand. Really? So, You've got, and immediately, Audi folded, they pulled the commercial, they issued a big apology, they never wanted to hurt anybody, their cars, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it was just like, you see these... Maybe Audi's like Fairway, or Wayfair. You see these companies always, they're always quick to fold when, you know, the Twitter backlash happens. You could be, you could be correct. Like, because I'm going to tell you this much right now, um... So they yes, were, I, they were super up, and then in thirteen they plummeted, uh, and then rose to the occasion in nineteen. 
What are we talking about? Their stock? Yeah. Okay. And then um, they just went back to where they were, which is basically ground zero, $75,000. So did you see the commercial, though? No. Or the, the ad that I was talking about? No. Okay. But I posted it on our Twitter. Oh, did you? I did. All right. Well, then I'll check um, it out. But, yeah, it was – you know, it's one of those deals where, I mean, I get it. I, you know, the little girl didn't have to be eating a banana. It didn't really have, the little it's girl didn't have to be goddamn no, banana. I know, I know. But, um. So, obviously, that would be, that would be a thing on monkeys. But I. Monkeys have, apparently no, like no, racist pedophiles. People. It was a pedophile thing. Why do you have this cute little girl sitting there eating a banana? A phallic symbol. Is what everybody was, or what so, some of the people were complaining about. But like she was. Tom Hanks go becomes a Greek citizen. Okay, but the same, and, and, and there's no backlash. Yeah, here's the thing. No, the the backlash the the backlash towards Audi came from the same. I guarantee came from the same people who are. There is plenty of shit talking on Twitter about Tom Hanks and. And all these other, you know, Hollywood pedophiles and, you know, we need to. And I have thoughts on that. Okay. um, That you're probably not going to like. Oh, that's Um, fine with it. I'm cool. But it's. Run with it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to. Well, and I mean, I could be totally wrong. I'm just looking at, I looked at that from a different, a different standpoint. Oh, yeah. Anthony Jeselnik. Hilarious dude. mm -hmm. Is that his name? Yeah. Okay. Hilarious dude. Does he say comments? That are fucking wrong. Yes. Do mm-hmm. they do they approach a laugh for me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. He's a comedian. He's always stood way out weird. Right. He definitely Christy walks that Christy Teigen? Line. Not a comedian. Not a comedian. Also, does not have the grounds or the comedic um, community to back some of the shit that mm-hmm. went on her Twitter page. Um... So, I'd like for you to challenge me that it's unverified Twitter when it is verified Twitter. No, that's not what I was going to say. Okay. Do. But, Christy Teigen has said some wrong ass shit on fucking Twitter. Yeah, I've read them. And uh, when but I read them... you feel what? Well, when I read them the first time, I read them and I thought, oh man, that is weird. I wondered, you know, I wondered the the validity of them. Were they real tweets? Is this just somebody? Because it's obviously easy to fake a tweet right. and say that somebody said it. Um, I do know that she deleted a shit ton of tweets. I know that she she blocked over a million people uh, from her Twitter, uh, but for pretty good reason. Um, oh yeah. Regardless of whether you're a pedophile or not, um, if you've got a million people a day just saying the nastiest most foulest death threats so on and so forth to you you'd block them also um so she was blocking them for that reason she did delete the tweets because she understands that these tweets are where they where it originated from but when i started reading these tweets i thought man that's weird that's that's kind of strange you know but then i started looking at it well um amanda brought it up today she's like have you seen these tweets from Chrissy Teigen that she deleted. And I was like, yeah. And then, so she started reading them to me. And as she started reading them to me, I started going, wait a second. This sounds different to me now. Not because she was reading it in some you're you know certain it, it, way, yeah. but I was just here listening to it. And then also going, okay, timeline. 
all of these tweets were pre-2014. So they were all kind of like before the big, all of the, you know, pedophilia is huge, a big conversation right now. Right. Um, should have been a big conversation for a long time. It's been going on for a long time. True. But it's a big conversation right now. Uh, so when you start looking at some of the things that she said, like in 2009, if she's watching Toddlers and Tierras, and she says, um, one of her tweets said, uh, said, I just saw a little girl dressed like a hooker. And I mean the something to the effect of the trashy, <clears throat> the trashy would do anything hooker. Okay. Yeah. It was one of her tweets that she deleted. And I was like, okay, now just out of, out of context, taking a tweet from 2009 and bringing it into today, 11 years later, when all this shit is going the way it is, and then just reading it seems really strange. Right. Seems, but if you look at it as Chrissy Teigen sitting on the couch watching Toddlers and Tierras, which millions of people right, which did. some little kid looks like a fucking whore. Yeah, and she saw a little kid walk across the stage that looked like a hooker, and she went to Twitter. Just like we all, we, we all right. are guilty but of doing you're sometimes. Taking, you're taking maybe one or two tweets? Dude. No, I went through and read. I, I said, so, so I should be in jail? Yes. That was another one. Now listen. Now I want you to just, just change I, I a mindset for a minute. Okay. Don't, don't be anti-Chrissy Teigen. John Legend. Don't be anti-Chrissy Teigen for a minute. All right. And just think of it this way. She says, um, I just saw a little girl do a splits in barely any clothes or something like that. Or a little girl in barely, barely in any clothes do a splits. I should be in jail. Now, if you want to criticize her, that's not what the quote, that's not. Okay. We'll pull pull it. That way we know exactly what it said. Um, okay. So Christy Teigen girl doing the splits tweet. Um, cause that's not what it said. Cause I've looked that's at fine. this and, and I'm not, I don't claim to know it verbatim. Um, and of course I'm not going to find it right now. Um, seeing little girls do the splits half naked is just, I want to put myself in jail. Hashtag toddlers and tiaras. Okay. So now, Chrissy Teigen's sitting on her couch. She's watching Toddlers and Tierras. She sees this. She doesn't agree with it that, like, little girls shouldn't be doing that sort of thing. And what was the last for, the last part of it? I want to put myself in jail. I want to put myself jail. in jail because I'm watching it. I feel like a pedophile then for turn watching off this. the goddamn no, TV. No, I understand that, but Don't I'm just... Don't fucking post it on fucking Twitter, you fucking here, pedo. Okay, here's the thing. See, it... It's... All you're doing... It is... Okay, listen, check this out. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Christy Teigen is a pedo. I'm not saying that John Legend's a pedo. I'm not saying that Christy Teigen, in front of E, when someone asked her, what's the craziest sexual thing you've ever done, said... And it's still in recording. The Obama thing. 
and John Legend is just like struck right in the face. And he was, oh, it was before he was ever in office. You haven't seen that though. No. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, it's before and ever he was ever in office. And you're like, what the, what the fuck does that, what does it matter? What does it matter if, if he was in office or not? If you're doing fucking weird ass shit, here's the thing. Can you run the country if you're a fucking sex fiend? I have no fucking clue. I, I I really don't. Can you be the world's greatest golfer if you're addicted to sex? I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. I have no fucking clue. But you mean to tell me that somehow, in your mind, if I were to put that shit on our Twitter, you'd be like, oh, no, I get what he's saying. Fuck no, you wouldn't. Okay. It would be fucking weird. It's, and there's, there's not just a couple. It's not like there's five or six. There's like hundreds of fucking weird ass fucking text mess or, or weird ass fucking tweets. Right. That are just. I still, I, I mean, my, even if you take them in context, it's weird. Like I said, for her to sit there and say, it's like, She's sitting there watching Toddlers and Tierras because, like I said, it was an extremely popular show for some reason. I've never seen two minutes of it. I wouldn't simply based on it's the name. Because you're not a pedo. Well, no, it's more so because I get what it is, and I get I that these... I could see your old I, lady watching it. I get that You know these, what I mean? Well, to an extent, I think she did, but the I guess the drama and the bullshit of it made it not fun. I mean, you know, people put their kids in pageants. Some people do it just for, like, the, oh, it's cute. And then some people do it to the extent that these people do it. The makeup, the hair, the, you know, it's insane. Um, and apparently the outfits. Well, but you, you know what I've said to people? Because you got to realize this. Um, every state fair in the south or even in, like, the north where there's some sort of, like, I don't know, some sort of, like, you know, where it's okay to be, you know. Here's the thing. Um, I think my, my girls are gorgeous. And I, when I... I never realized that so many people put their kids in pageants. Yeah. I was in a pageant. Were you really? Uh-huh. Okay. I was not. I was. And I won. Good. You should have. I've got a picture. You're fucking beautiful. Um, <laughs> but let me ask you this. In well, theory, if you put your child in a pageant, are you not sexualizing your child? No. No, you're not. No, I don't think so. So if I don't you put think... her in a dress, put makeup on okay. a fucking okay, six-year-old. There, no, see, there is, there's, there's, ex, there's an extent to how you can do it. If you put your kid in a dress and they go up and do the little pageant thing, fine. But if you're entering your kid in a pageant where there's an evening gown competition. And a bathing suit round competition. All you're doing is you're, and, you're literally no, that, catering to a pedophile. I agree. I agree that that is sexualizing the child. Now, just standard pageants, like for I instance, don't mean like the one a that I would county fair. Right. Okay. You're talking the pageant. Yeah. And I know I'm I totally about the pageant I, industry. I disagree with the pageant industry. Um, <clears throat> but let me get back on something. Uh, this, I, I still stand by what I was saying with this Chrissy Teigen thing that it can be, they can be tweets that are taken out of context. 
because they're 11 years old. Can you give me another one then? Um, I mean, I can, I, I, if you want to read another one off to me, I can give you, because like I say, it's all, if, if, if I only read your jokes as malicious, if everything that you've ever said to me in our conversations over the last 11 years were transcribed and I was able to read them completely out of context nine years later, you could seem horrible. I'm a horrible person. In some of the things that I've you've never, said. I've never promised that I was going to be anything. You're not a horrible person. But we've both made super off-the-wall jokes because... And I mean, yes, she is doing it to all of her followers, but she's doing it in a time when, like I said, maybe she thought she was being funny. I'm not saying she was funny. I'm not saying the joke was, you know, was humorous. Uh, but everybody's guilty of trying out a joke that falls flat. She right. just does it to a lot funny of people. Thing. Funny thing to denounce any of this. Um, uh, Christy Teigen's daughter dressed as a hot dog. Alice in Wonderland and a pineapple. But note the pizza emoji. That is a conspiracy theory that mm. I will not give any any validation to. Right. I'm not denouncing Pizzagate. Um, Which she made multiple pizza jokes. When I think... When irregularly. All that, when it all started kind of... Well, when she started being accused of being part of or not part way, of that. Way, way. You had to realize this. The Pizzagate <clears throat> thing broke. Every, when do you think the Pizzagate broke? I don't broke? know. I 11. couldn't tell you. 2011? Okay. And so, she's been making... You get to realize this. She went back and deleted tweets from seven years ago. Right. Why? Why? Seven if years they ago were in, was 2013. But if they're in good fashion and there's nothing wrong with them, why delete them? Because she's trying to reduce the amount of bullshit that she's got coming at her from these wacky right. conspiracy so, so, theorists. So no, no way of being, um, I just made a joke about pizza. No, I'm not saying she was making a joke about pizza. I'm, no, no, I mean, I mean anything. I was just making a joke. It was just whatever. Here's the right. thing: if I'm not going to delete something, for example, I put something on Facebook probably uh, two or three weeks ago, something that AOC said or tweeted, um, and it came to be false. It was fact checked by our fact checkers. That wasn't true. And I, and you know what I said? I was like, okay. Cool. Still on, still on my Facebook today. I didn't delete anything. But you don't have 13 million people screaming at you over it. Here's the thing. If I did, I, I'm, and I mean this wholeheartedly, I hope to God we get to the point where I have 13 million people screaming at me because of something that I said. But my, the insight never changes. I had a whole bunch of people, like, you gotta understand, I have like maybe what, 2,800 friends on Facebook. And dude, I got shit on from a lot of people in Michigan. And I was like, what the fuck? And I didn't respond to most of them, but I'm like, I don't owe you anything. This is my opinion. Right. And cool. I posted that with no recourse. 
or, or with, oh, I, let me rephrase that. I posted that with a shit ton of recourse and no effect that came with it. Mm. I didn't need to back down off of it. I'm not going to delete anything that I put out there unless it's false. Unless it, unless it literally ties me to something that I shouldn't be tied to. See, and I would, I would do it like, well, and that's what I'm saying. If she made a tweet in 2009 that she thought was just like a, a silly way of saying this is a super over-sexualized show. But then everybody is now 11 years later using that tweet against her to send her death threats, to threaten her family, to, you know, do all of the things that they're doing in droves. Then I could see her going through and deleting those tweets. It, it would make that doesn't that doesn't phase me. Um, I, I'm not going to defend Chrissy Teigen, nor am I going to condemn, condemn her, but here's the thing. I, I don't know how you work, but this is how I work. If I had left a long trail of not great shit, whether it was true, false, or indifferent, I'm going to delete it really fast because it indicts or, or, or it ties me to something. And that's exactly what she did. I don't mean a pedophile ring. It ties her to saying dumb shit that she never should have fucking said. Maybe we're not, not. going to hold Christy Teigen to the to the. We're not going to hold Christy Teigen to the fact that um, I don't know. Our president said I'm going to grab her by the pussy. All right, she gets shunned on social media. This dude's trying to change the world in my eyes. But it's it's nothing and. I would love to sit down and review a bunch of this shit with you because obviously, um, I like to look to the next level. That's my big thing. I'm like, man, if I just sit back and watch the blankets pass me by on this, on one side or the other, it's, it's, I'm not doing what I need to do as a human being, as a Christian, as a, as, as a patriot, as, as anything. I'm just going through motions, hoping I don't get stepped on. I'm not saying Christy Teigen, John Legend. I'm not saying Barack Obama. I'm not saying Hillary Clinton. I'm not saying anybody's a fucking prolific pedophile. What I'm saying is, is like, what everyone did in 2017 was start to regress so bad on all the shit that they did. But if, I mean, how many people on Twitter have caught fucking flack and never changed anything? Tons, millions of people. Yeah, but it, to me, it become there's levels to it. Who it's, the fuck is Christy Teigen, anyways? I mean, what 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 is she famous for? Marrying a rich guy? No, she was a model. I mean, that's where she got her fame. She was a model first, and then yeah, she ultimately married John Legend. I mean, did you know about her until? I'm sorry, I, I didn't mm -hmm. know about her until like maybe four months ago. Yeah, no, I've known about her for a while. She's, how how would I make that relation to her? She a Victoria's Secret model? Mm, I don't know. Nope. I don't know what no, she was. No, she wasn't. For. Okay. Um, That's what I'm saying. I don't a, know. Was she a Sports Illustrated model? Again, I don't know. Nope. She has some claim to fame. Like, kind of like why the Kardashians are so goddamn famous. Yeah, but that's that's obvious. Why? That, explain to me. If you can explain to me why the Kardashians 
are so famous it would blow my fucking no, mind. No, I can't explain to you why people care so much about what they do, but that's all it boiled down to. It's it's the equivalent of it's the why are some of these um No, I'm just asking about the Kardashians. Okay, so the Kardashians. Kim Kardashian fucked Ray J. They videoed it. It quote unquote got leaked. Everybody wanted to see it. And then, so that brought a huge spotlight to Kim Kardashian. Um, uh, Ryan Seacrest saw dollar signs, started producing the show Keeping Up with the Kardashians. It's like, well, if y'all are so interested in Kim, let me introduce you to the rest of her family because her dad was OJ's lawyer. Um, Her mom is, you know, just this incredibly savvy businesswoman when it comes to maliciously promoting her children. Um, yeah. She married an Olympic athlete. And then everything just snowballed from there. You had, it became a, like everything else. We were, it was a, um, a country that was obsessed Again, with reality why they, shows. Why are they famous? I'm saying it was. Oh no! We no, were a no, country no, no. obsessed I, with reality fan or reality TV. But why? Why are we so interested in reality TV? That's all I'm asking are, you. I, I mean, no, I'm I, asking you about the Kardashians because I mean, reality TV. If you look at it in the real world, you get a whole bunch of like drunk people and blah blah blah. blah Jersey Shore. I kind of get that for a minute. Um, I get a whole bunch of the naked and afraid or the the world's race. The whole thing. But why, why do we care the about fuck the Kardashians? Are we on the Kardashians? I'm not saying that I can explain the reasoning that everybody likes them, but everybody has their, or people have their, you know, like I said, I think it started with Kim, obviously. She was the one that was brought to the forefront. Um, and then everybody started looking at the family. And then you started going, oh, well, she's got one sister who isn't really like her. You know, she's the more sensible one, uh, Courtney was always the more sensible one. Just like her. But and I'm just saying. Yeah. No, no, I, I, no, I know. I understand. Because you have to understand keeping up with the Kardashians has been, what, 10 plus years now? And that's that, sad. That people have Is been watching this at? family. But now look at all the stuff that this family. Now the, all of this family has gone through these. Gone. Ran through half the NBA. Um, and NFL. You got Bruce Jenner, you know, flipping and flopping. And getting rid of the flipping and flopper. Um, you've got the mom who's orchestrating this whole fucking circus. Then you bring in Kanye West. And I mean, Fat it's Rob. just, yeah. I mean, you got Rob trying to make right. a sock and then company the, work. The, the, the other dude that apparently banged out on, I'm like, here's the thing. Um, I can, sh- I can legitimately show you family dysfunction. But why in the fuck would you want to publicize it? Money. 15 minutes of fame. Or in this case, 10 plus years. Um, Does that bother you at all? It doesn't bother me because it's simply... So you don't feel like that goes against social fabric? Mm, Not what I said. I said it doesn't bother me. I know. It doesn't bother me because I see people cashing in on... The short attention spans and stupidity of 
the people. Um, a lot of people would say the comedy I watch is, is incredibly stupid. Some of it's detrimental to society, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's, but I enjoy it. So it's one of those, the keeping up with the Kardashian to some people is a vice. It's a, we want to know what's going on. We want to see what Chloe's doing. We want to see what Kylie looks like this week. Um, you know, are all the surgeries done? Is, you know, are all the bandages off? You know, season ready to rock? Is that, is that how it works? I mean, yeah, they come back different fucking people every time. But, uh, all the way to the dead. Um, Kendall mom, Jenner. you mean other mom? We right because now, now you're being disrespectful. I would be yes. Um, Kendall, Kendall Jenner uh, was the beastliest looking of the two Jenner sisters. Kendall, Kendall, which um, one was in that video? That was Kylie. Okay, but Way now hotter. Kendall. Well, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen Kendall in a couple years. She's probably, probably a smoke show. She's. I mean, she's probably been built. She's had all the attachments put on. And she's, you know. She probably looks like... That's probably who Kylie was dating. Uh, yeah, my... Every ten drinks it does that, it just pours change into the thing. Sweet. Um, but, so, uh, like I said, I can't, I can't give you a direct answer as to why... People are attracted to train wrecks, but they're not the only train wreck either. I mean, there's plenty of train wreck. Toddlers and Tierras is a form of a train wreck that millions of people gravitated towards. Jersey Shore. Who the fuck cares about these guineas on a fucking boardwalk? Guineas? Yeah, you I think did. you can do that. You're racist. Bastard. I think they can. I think they tout themselves as guineas. Um, I could be totally wrong, but who the fuck cares? Um, I don't. You know, you've got these, they're just, who cares about these people? Who cares about Snooky? Who cares about this? Who cares? There's so much that I don't give a shit about, but I understand why it's still marketable. Um, I get because it. there's an audience, there's eyes for it. There's, when you look at YouTube, there's, you know, there's families who decided to start a YouTube channel and I don't understand like why dad, I don't know. I'm, I can't think of an thing. example, but like I've seen ones where it's just like, hey, we're going to have a baby. And they kind of start documenting it, you know, maybe even kind of like we talk about this podcast. We put this podcast down so in 20 years we can go back and listen but to see how. for these fuckers listening. You know, it's, yeah, right. it's like, um, so you got people who like we're going to have a couple's going to have a baby. So they just kind of start documenting it and then they put it on YouTube. Maybe it started out so their family could see it. But then ultimately they were like, oh, this is kind of interesting. They playing around with the editing, doing different things. Now they've got a YouTube channel. Now the baby's born. Now the baby's growing. Now the baby's six. And these motherfuckers still have a YouTube channel going because they've got millions of viewers now and it's become their income. It's why are people interested in watching this family? They were just, they're no different than a family six doors down from here that is doing the same thing. But the fact of the matter is they didn't build a following. If you build a following, then you can make money off of it. And I don't knock anybody for that unless you're, unless you're doing it in a harmful way, which even the Kardashians, I don't see them doing anything in a harmful way other than Not the fact, all. you know, Except I think they're the harmful they're themselves. 
fucking literally brainwashing fucking I don't know I don't know how bad parents are but listen my, I, got, I got a 15 year old daughter there's no way in hell I'd let her watch keeping up with the Kardashians without right. repeatedly punching her in the back of the head being like this is the exact same thing right they're fucking up an entire generation or a portion of a generation that would actually pay attention to them right and I'm gonna admit that I used to watch the show um there was of course you did there's a don't use my mic to disrespect me, by the way. Um, but, no, I watched the show for a little while, and there were some things that wow. were, there were things that were interesting in it. There were, like, sometimes it was funny. And ass. Some No, sometimes it was funny. Um, it was, you know, just literally sometimes it was this, of acknowledging the fact that I'm watching a train wreck. I mean, we all slow down sometimes at a car wreck and look to see the demise of people and looked at, you know, it's not great for them what they're going through. Um, but you just held me up in traffic for an hour and a half. I want to see what happened. So, but if you, you know, you drive by a car wreck and you look and you see, you know, you're curious of what's going on. So with the Kardashians, it was kind of the same thing. Okay. What's the hype behind the Kardashians? So I sit down and I watch a show and then, um, there was a time when, uh, Bruce was still on the show um, where I thought, you know, it's like, I is felt, that show even I on felt, right now? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow they've held out this fucking long. Yeah. Which means that our world's fucking doomed. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, now it's just kind of one of those things where, uh, or when I was watching it, it was like, sometimes I, I'd watch Bruce and I'd feel sorry for him. It's like, you know, he's just yeah, poor, but no wonder yeah. he became a woman. Yeah. It was like, I mean, it had been like, literally he'd been dick beating his, I mean, his entire marriage to what's her name? What's the mom's name? Chris. Who like, no matter how attractive she's ever looked or unattractive she's ever looked. Um, if someone was like, you could get with that. And I was like, I'd, I'd rather swallow a bag of razor blades. <laughs> like, like legit. Like I would take any. And here's the thing. You got to realize this. Let, let's do this. Kim, 100%. I don't care how many dicks she's bagged. I don't give a fuck. That bitch is hot. She's just sexy. Even with no makeup on, I'm like, yeah, I'd still do it. Chloe? <laughs> yeah, way more than Kim. Courtney, if you actually spoke to me, I would immediately lose an erection. Um, obviously, uh, I'm not really concerned about the little sisters because I'm not a pedo. Um, I don't care how old they are now. I'm talking about the last time I saw them on TV. You've got them locked in as yeah. being 17 year old. It's girls. like you got to realize this, and I don't. Is that a thing to where you like? So. Like, who's your, we're, we're going to stay with this, but, but where do you get locked in? At what age do you get locked into someone always being the same age? I don't think it's any particular age. It, it, how old are the Olsen twins to you? I mean, see, they're fucking babies. Seen them. See, I've seen them. Older, so they're, they're, I've seen them older too. They're still babies in my mind. Yeah, see, I don't look at, I don't, I guess I don't do that really. So rude. (laughs) I mean, that just doesn't, you know what I mean? 
Like, yeah. now they look like fucking crank whores. Right. You know what I mean? Um, one, one of my favorites, um, I, and, and one of them was Alyssa Milano. Right. Like, I've been, I've, I like literally love this chick since she was 14 years old. Right. Um, but you don't she, still look at her like a 14 year old, do you? No, because I think she grew up in that light. To where I got to see her in like the the charming, and then I got to see her in a couple more movies since. Right. But, um, she just became a super racist piece of shit to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh my god. I don't know about super racist, super but racist. Uh, she is ignorant. I'll give. I She's, will. Well, ignorant on top of racist. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Sam, I haven't heard anything racist, but I've, I've heard a lot. I've, I've seen so, the ignorance, but just I'm not the sorry. Racism. I'm pretty sure she's the one that said that the MAGA hat is the new Ku Klux Klan hood. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I uh, get that's stupid racist. Statement. That's not <laughs> okay, Karen. That's not. I wouldn't call. How that, is that not racist? I wouldn't call that racist. I mean, that's just like a, that's too broad. That word is becoming too broad of it. It's getting Racism. to be as bad as woke. Yeah. Okay. Like as far as how often it's used to describe everything. So if And you, I'm not saying by you necessarily. No, I know. Just by a lot of people. No, I, I'm, you got to realize this. I think in my mind, I still kind of use old school, like, you know, English and shit. But like, so I'm going to tell you this. Unless something just falls the fuck out of the sky. And tells me that Trump wants to kill all black people, all Indians, like, ooh, and durga, durga, durga. Then, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to be fucked up about it. Let me do that. And you need to leave that one in here. Okay, I know you're upset about it. Leave it in here. Um, I want the backlash, too. I want the good. I want the bad. I want the ugly. Um, but you gotta realize that I have... People in my life that, that follow all sorts of those, all, all the facets. Unless he does something that's just of, of catastrophic, cataclysmic stupidity. There's no way I'm not voting for Trump. Um, however, I'm not sure that I wouldn't sacrifice myself not to have to vote for at least the Democratic Party that's been shown to me. <laughs> you understand that? Right. Like, um, is there a potential for Trump to say something dumb that could just make me be like, oh, you know what? I just left this camp. Yes. Um, has there been eight years of shit that has come from another camp that has made me be like, Oh, I don't like this at all. Yeah. He says dumb shit. We get it. But I don't even know how I got on that. I don't know. You always circle conversations back around. But to, but no, it was with the Alyssa Milano being racist because oh, yeah. of what she said about the MAGA hats. So that's what so got you. So you feel like a MAGA hat's racist? No, it's oh. not. But well, I don't feel like, but I don't feel like even her saying that by her saying that doesn't make it racist, doesn't make her statement racist either. It just makes it stupid. It was just ignorant. It was a dumb statement. Right. That's why but, I said her ignorance is prevalent. came from that. Yeah. No, I, and those people are stupid too. She also tried to get, for some reason, I think it was her that was trying to, 
push this movement of no women having sex with their husbands. Uh, it, I'd have killed the bitch. But it's, you know, she's, like I said, she's ignorant. I mean, she, did you hear the Rogan statement that she made? Oh, Alyssa Milano? Yeah. When it gets Joe? Yeah, she said. Um, Is she even around she, What kind of world do we live in when Joe Rogan gets three, Joe Rogan's podcast gets three times the listeners that my podcast gets? Oh, my God, was her tweet. And people were very quick to remind her that she's nowhere near having a third of the listenership and that, how that Rogan in the has. fuck is she even relevant? She's only relevant because of these tweets. It's she is Twitter's Kardashian. She's it's even though it's a train wreck, even though it's stupidity, even though is it's it ignorance, her, you have people. Yeah, no, it's her. Yeah, she's stupid. Um, no, I mean, I get that. No, but I mean, she, yeah, it's her doing it. But it, like I said, people, that's her relevance right now. Her relevance is literally hanging on to this idea because, I mean, she's not, she's not doing, as far as I know, she's not doing movies. She's not doing TV. She's not doing, she's got a podcast. She fired she does up, have a podcast? She kicked a podcast off based on her extreme, because she first, I think it started out with her, um, I think it was a combination maybe of the Me Too movement and the anti-Trump movement. Was she sexually she just, touched or molested or I something? I don't think so, but she just rallied. She, Weinstein? she just rallied for them. You know, being in and that, that, and that's another thing. Being that a female me. in the acting community, it's like she's entitled to speak out. You know, on behalf of you know, and say, "Hey, this is fucked up." Maybe she's seen some shit. Maybe it never happened to her, but um, so. But, so she's so she is an advocate, but not a not a victim necessarily. A victim. Okay. I don't believe she is. I don't know though. I've never really delved into her, you know, past. So what what I feel like um what maybe she needs is a fucking muzzle. But I maybe maybe we just let stupid people talk. You know what I mean? Well, we let that's no, we let everybody talk. I mean, we're look at what we're doing. I mean, could you imagine if you went back to when you were ten years old, and somebody told you one day you're going to be sitting in a garage with your buddy, you're going to have a microphone in front of you, you're and going the to be whole able world to has the ability. To you're going to be able to say whatever you want, and then you're going to be able to push it out to essentially the world. I mean, we came up from an era when the best that people might be able to do is get some time on public broadcast, you know, to put on a, you know what like I mean? Call in the Corey and Jay show. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, call it. It's like that was your that was your ability. That was your reach. That was what you could do. Now people can make a TV. We can produce a whole TV show for YouTube in our house. If we went out and spent two grand on camera equipment. So is that all it's going to take? I would say. I mean, to make. I'm, I'm not saying. That, I'm not saying we're going to do this. I'm not saying the production value would be super high, but if you spent two grand on equipment and came up with an idea, in theory, you could launch show. Now I don't know how many viewers you're going to get, but um, Rob Lowe made an interesting comment the other day on Rogan's I podcast. That one, so be real careful. Okay, I won't give you a lot. Okay. I'm, but this is just an interesting little tidbit. When he was 15 years old, he was cast to a TV show. 
the TV show, he said at the time, he said that there were 67 television shows on TV. Not 67 channels, but 67 shows on TV. And he said he remembered that because he was his show that he was on was ranked number 67. And it was ranked number 67 by having a viewership of 19 million people. Today's top-rated television show, the highest-rated show on television, Which is, is NCIS. Oh, really? Yeah, with 15 million viewers. Okay, start again. Okay. Go, go again. So, he had 19 million. His show had 19 million viewers, and he was in last place. Of all 67 shows on TV, He was his show was rated 67th, and, now and it was top. canceled. Is and now the million. top is fifteen million. Oh, very fifteen million. Right. So, how the fuck does that even work? <clears throat> the reason that happens is because back then, like he said, there were only sixty-seven shows on TV. There was uh, what ten channels maybe on television. His show came on at the same time that Twenty Twenty came on. The world tuned into Twenty Twenty. That was the highest rated show at the Bob time. Bob Walters. So you tune in and you got your news and you got all your stuff from there and you weren't watching this show. Although 19 million people were still watching this show from a from a um, a numbers standpoint, they were in last place because a lot more people were watching 2020 and these other shows. Um, nowadays, we have, what, 200 plus channels probably? Not to mention Netflix, not to mention YouTube, not to mention Hulu. I mean, it's, there's so much to watch. And we've got 329 million people in the United States. Uh, but also, it's a world stage now. So people in China can watch Friends just as much as, you know, we do. So it's, um, you just got more diversity. There's more of a, so it doesn't take as much in theory to be a number one rated show at 15 million because not a lot of people are watching TV anymore. You have it spread out amongst all these channels first off. How long do you think that it'll, how long do you think it'll be before the main media falls? I think it's probably on its way down for sure. Uh, I don't, I don't know about a timeline. I mean, shit. You think it's quickly? Yeah. Like within the next year, year and a half? No. I would say my idea of quickly is within the next 10 years. Oh, no. That This is just my prediction. I'm going to say in the next 6 to 10 months, because the mainstream, I had no idea until I learned about it. The mainstream media has lost 65% of their viewing ratings. That consider them relevant. Now, I don't mean that they're still watching them, but it's considered them relevant because there, there's so many platforms to be standing on. Right. Which means this. If everyone tells you the truth, there could be no lies. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to run on this. I want you to tell me where I'm at. My Jamie had a birthday yesterday. I went, I drove 30 minutes to the closest neighboring town that's relevant. 
and you know they had all the cool stores. Mm-hmm. Drove up there, didn't bring a mask because I don't understand this. I would get up in the morning, I go to a gas station that I don't have to wear a mask to walk into. Um, I go to a McDonald's that I'm in a drive-through, and then I go to work. I go home for lunch, and then I come back to work. Right. So you just weren't you weren't right. Apparently, there's not a fucking place in Conway that you can walk into without a mask. Right. Not even the Dollar General to buy a fucking mask. I'm like, hmm, that's a conundrum. Yes, you're applying for this job. You don't have enough experience. We let me in as a whatever. No, we don't have room for you. Right. Or, oh, wow, you've worked this job before. You're way well overqualified for this job. Okay, cool. So I went to four different stores. I went to, and I'm going to call them out, Dick's. I went to Cleo's, or not Cleo's, Play-Doh's Closet, um, Target, and there's one more. Um, oh, Chipotle. None of these stores would let me in without a mask on. And right. I tried. And some of these, the people around me didn't realize how dedicated I was to the fact that, in theory, all I had to do was just take off my hat and put it over my face. That's what they want. My daughter wore my youngest daughter's shirt in there like a fuck. She looked like a, like a Lithuanian ninja. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay, that's not going to work. Walked in every fucking store like a boss. I won't go into Walmart. Won't go into Lowe's. I actually went into my first store today because I had to wear, I had to wear a mask in here. I walked in and I was, and I put it on my face and I was like, do I really, this is exact verbatim. Do I really have to wear this motherfucker in here? And he was like, not if you're going to bitch about it. Pulled it down and it stuck on my chin. He was like, how can I help you? He wasn't ugly. But he wasn't really receptive to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need a remote control for an Xbox One. He was like, okay, there's one right here. So you do have one? Yes. And I run out to the truck, grab my wallet real quick. Of course, come back in. yards. We get through with our uh, transaction. He said, what's the problem with wearing a mask? And I was like, why aren't you wearing one? Boom. And he was like, it'd been hanging off his ear. Because he came from the back. It was hanging off his ear. I talked to him, told him what I wanted, walked outside, grabbed my wallet, came back inside while he was talking to someone else in the store. And said, he said, what's your problem with wearing a mask? He wanted to be that guy that wanted to charge me. When he said this, and I swear to God, had his hand in his pocket, and he was going to pull out a phone and do a video. I promise. And here's the thing. Gamers, super technical, absolutely smart. Don't doubt that for a second. He was ready to videotape me. And he said, 
why aren't you wearing a mask? And his hand came out of his pocket. And I'm watching him the whole time. Most of the time, I'm drunk. I get it. I watched him pull this. And his hand slid back down. And he started to raise his phone up as he asked me. And I was like, why aren't you wearing one? And his phone never came up over the counter. He was, he, he knows what he's doing. He knows where he needs to stand. They've practiced this. And I was like, why aren't you wearing one? And he was like, and then he like literally realized that his mouth wasn't covered. Right. Mask still on. He can't do anything to me. And then I pulled down my mask. And as soon as he hands me my receipt, I turn my face and I walk away. And I guarantee you that somewhere on YouTube right now. I won't go into Walmart. I have a gas station where there's a couple people that just let me walk in. I walked into Lowe's. No one ever said anything to me. And those are the people that I, those are the places I will accommodate. Not for any other reason than the fact that, fuck, we've had this kind of pandemic type shit on three different occasions in the last 15 years. The death toll still isn't there. And now I'm supposed to cover my face. Not gonna do it. I'm not gonna. And I'm a dickhead because of it. She knows it. Even my neighbor, Joe, who's like literally the most fucking right wing dude that I know, was like, yeah, if I have to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. I'm like, yeah, I'm just not gonna do it. I will literally be so dedicated to this. I will push myself away from society to do this. I don't go out to eat unless there's a drive-thru. I won't go into a store. I literally called three places, said, do I have to wear a mask? They were like, yeah. I was like, never mind. I'll buy it on Amazon. Done. What do you think of someone like me? What go. do I think of someone like you? Yeah. I mean, it's your choice. No, I know. I get it's it. It's your choice if you don't, you know, if you don't want to. I, I stand by what I've said before. It's like if you don't want to if you don't want to wear a mask, don't go in the place. I mean, that's just that's basically what I've done. And then so I mean, that's you know, it's like you said, it's your choice. You you can shop on Amazon, you can go through a drive-through, you can do whatever you gotta do. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of places, if you walk in without a mask nowadays, you know, with everything going on the way it has been, you know, immediately people within the store are probably thinking. You know, like if that guy thought he was going to get a video moment or just the, uh, I'm not going to say anything to this guy because he just looks like the type of guy that'll just, you know, I don't know if you saw the video the other day about the guy throwing the big huge fit in the grocery store where his son had to literally pick him up and carry him out of the store because he was trying to fight everybody because of not wanting to wear a mask. Um, I just won't go in the store. Yeah. It's like just, and that's what this guy should do. Um, if you're that adamant about not wearing, you know, not wearing one, don't wear one, don't go in the store. You know, that's just kind of my take on it. Um, so as I walk out, 
the transaction's done, and I get away fairly quickly with my remote, I might add. Mm-hmm. I walk in, and there's a dude with, let me break down gamers for you. I'm like a minimal gamer. I like legit ask my wife if she mind if I bought a game. Right. There's a dude, he's got to be at least 30-something years old. I look at the truck that he comes out of, and his mother is in her truck with the window up, 97 to 99 Chevrolet extended cab pickup with a mask on. This dude comes up to me, and he was like, Remember, I pulled my mask down as I walked away Mm -hmm. before I got out of the store. This dude sees me come out. Now I have what looks like a neckerchief. And he was like, you don't have to wear a mask in there? And I was like, nope. Walk right to my car and just, and then went home. Right. I can only imagine what that poor bastard had to to go through because of your ill advice. Yeah, I love it. Finishing thoughts. Anything? Um, I I think everyone should be good to each other. Is that so? That's... No, I the think it's a great wrong, idea. But it's the wrong like thing I said, to ask of anybody. Nowadays, it seems to be. It's the, um, ut- the utopian dream. Last thought would be, if there's any way for people to devise the ability to like just make good decisions, our culture is falling at the fastest rate any of us have ever seen. And when I say any of us, I mean, we're, I'm, I'm now I get to, I, I'm within what, a couple months, I get to call myself 40 plus. So, this is a, a, a decline in society that I've never seen in my life. And I don't want to see it anymore. Um, make good decisions. If you have to social distance, social distance. If you have to wear a mask, wear a mask. But, we're literally giving away the things that make us human. I don't want to live like this. And I mean that. I mean that in the most in the most realest way I possibly can. If I have to wear a mask every time I leave my house, if my children don't get to experience the great things in life, if certain inalienable truths are being stole from me all the time, I don't want to do this life anymore. I don't mean like I want to commit suicide. What I'm saying is, is like, I disagree with it a hundred percent. Um, I, like I said, my wife had her birthday last night. I had to send my kids into the stores because I'm such a dickhead that I can't wear masks. I don't want to wear masks. I don't want life to change. And it's changing to a way where I feel it's so uncomfortable. It's so egregiously uncomfortable. I'm, I don't cough. I don't, matter of fact, the majority of the day, I'm pretty sure I have a severe case of halitosis. I don't want to breathe on anyone anyway. I want to stay away, as far away from you. Like, six feet is like, unless I'm like drunk and you're my friend, 
that's all I'm going to give you. Right. Like, I'm just going to keep my, that's just personal space. Like, hey, we can talk six feet away. I don't need you touching me. Um, now all of a sudden it's the new norm. And the new norm to me sucks on a different level that I'm scared to see how we push forward from here. That's my best closing thought. It's your closing thought. Let's smoke about it podcast episode 21. Let's smoke about one on Twitter. Let's smoke about it podcast on Instagram. And we're also on Facebook too, but fuck them. We're going <laughs> to fuck Mark. Um, and we're going to start a TikTok. which I mean, he's got the, he's got Instagram too, but I like Instagram. Mark so. has Instagram. Yeah. Does he own it or he yeah. just has a, no, he bought it. Not going to delete Instagram. Thanks a lot. Asshole. No problem. Hey, listen, we're always reaching out to y'all. Reach back to us. How do you feel about that? Oh my god! Let's smoke about a podcast.